Can you hear me? Yes, we are. Okay. Recording. We are live and recording. Are live, we are rolling. Welcome back to the Biz Bay Bubble, the podcast where we are here to remind you that when you feel good and are your most confident, you are the CEO your mum wants you to marry. I am one of your two hosts, and joining me today, tomorrow, and every day, as she has been since for a while now, actually, it's the one and only Martina Ventura. Woo! Oh my gosh, I gave you like a fill on like woohoo this time. I loved it. it oh, just you did? Maybe like for our listeners, it was a bit intense in the ears, but we had to welcome Martina. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Anyway, Martina, so, how are you? How is everything? It's good. Just got my first dose of the vaccine. Ooh, you are vaccinated. Where did you get vaccinated? Got vaccinated at London Bridge. Because Ooh, I used to live by there, so I was like, I need um, the tent for the vaccination because when I was living there, I saw it all the time. Wait, you so get vaccinated like, in a tent? Yeah, really? it's a makeshift medical tent that they put um, near London Bridge, um, near the hospital. And yeah, you get in, you get out. It was very fast. Like you come in, scan the code with the like the barcode. They make you sit down and there is a screen with your name saying where you're going to go and which stand. And I think it took less than 10 minutes and there were a bunch of people before me. Really? Um, Bloody hell. That's like well organized. Yeah. It's like a Ford factory. It's like ta, 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 in and out, in and out, in and out. And I did not know that the vaccine would be injected in the muscle, which is a blessing. Like ignorance is truly a blessing. To be fair, I didn't know either. But does that mean that every vaccine, I mean, this is not a medical podcast in any way, but just a quick (laughs) question. Does like every vaccine get get, like shoved in your muscle? I have absolutely no idea. I have no no idea. idea. But I thought it would be like an injection like anything else. Um, but maybe every injection I, does go into your muscle and we've been in denial. No, ever no, since. no, 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 no. Because there were times when um, I would get a vaccine as a child or something injected in me. Conspiracy theories come at me mm-hmm. and I would literally not look. And then they'd be like, oh, done. And I didn't even feel it. And I was not made of steel as a child. Like, Mm, it was painful and I said at first obviously I was thinking the words I'd be like this nurse is a butcher and she just basically injected into my bone it was so painful (laughs) and then I read the pamphlet and said it will be injected in your muscle and I was like okay all in all she was all right crazy that they would give you that information I mean I got vaccinated what like maybe a month ago in France Mm. when they opened it to like my age group um and I did not know that you got vaccinated in the muscle so thank you for telling me because well thank you for not telling me actually because if I would have known <laughs> that a month ago I would have been like so scared yeah because you don't you can you don't know anything so you don't know what to expect so you obviously will expect the worst exactly. uh, the NHS will give you a pamphlet with all the information and basically all the side effect potential things blah, 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 but also saying technically you can potentially get the other injection after three weeks so we'll try to see if i can get that as well but you know we'll see and how about you olivia how are you doing 
Really good, thank you. Going back to vaccinations, because I got vaccinated <laughs> a month ago. I feel like I have to share that. I told you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I have to share it with the podcast listeners. Oh, yes. The, so I got vaccinated where I currently live in Lyon, and we got vaccinated in the stadium. So first of all, fantastic experience. And second of all, even better experience, because you know what? I think I met my future husband there. What? Is it a I, doctor? Where it was a doctor who like had to assess you before you got vaccinated. And I sat down and I looked at him and I was like, oh my, 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 I think the universe has brought me to this chair. And like I was trying <laughs> to like, openly flirt with him and he was not getting anything. He wasn't giving me anything. I was like, oh, come on. I'm like really trying here. And yeah, he was just like, yeah, you're eligible for vaccination. Have a good day. And I was like, excuse me. And then he was like, um, oh, do you have any other questions? And I, I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, what's like, your number? Like, well, no, I was trying to be like super fair to be like, can you become my doctor? And he like gave me zero feedback. So I was like, all right then, see you soon. Oh no. I know. <laughs> it was like talking to a wall. I was like, oh, come on, give me something to work with here. Oh, you know, it was just because you probably had the mask on and you could not see your beautiful face. So I was like, We're going to nah. go with that. We're going to go. No, especially because I had like a really long day and I was wearing a dress and my tights were ripped. So I don't think I gave the best impression of myself. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody. It's eh? not my best dress for sure. Isn't it so annoying when it's like that time of the year and you're wearing like really thin tights and the smallest thing you go if it gets like caught up in your rings then it just rips and you're just like oh this is great i give up on those but they have developed tights that are really strong because even with me um i don't have long nails but somehow my tiny stompy nails would get caught in the tights uh fabric really? and just be like, yeah be like come on come on it's my rings it's my jewelry it's everything and every time it gets caught up I'm like oh here we go again so each room when I go to work I always have like an extra pair of tights in my bag in case they rip because there is nothing worse than walking around the office with like ripped tights because everybody's like come on Livia get it together and you're like I did I did I was getting it together I did (laughs) and then I went to the loo and it all went wrong (laughs) <laughs> it happens it happens to the best of us anyway going back to a little feedback um mm-hmm. not feedback more like updates i'm doing well i am officially crushless but we will not be getting into it in this oh we should have a second episode just for your crush no 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 because i'm very unsure if he still listens to the podcast i mean by the time this comes out because we've like quite we're we're like recording quite early so it's still fresh but by the time this episode goes live bloody hope like I'm over it but yeah I'm crushless I'm okay (laughs) I'm doing fine thanks just fine (laughs) that's time (laughs) now guys come on I FaceTime Martina and she's like are you okay and I was just like I am just fine It's ridiculous. He didn't even, I didn't even like him that much. Oh my God. Tell me about it. But anyway, you live and you learn. What can I say? But anyway, great. Also, going. also, you, you know, one thing. Who cares about him? Fuck him. Um, one thing we learned, both of us, I think, since we're both crushless <gasps> now, is yes. situationships never have be to be in defined. one. Oh my God goodness gracious if I can give any advice in today's episode 
if you are seeing a guy or a girl and it is not defined what is happening between the two of you, do not, do not see this person for multiple, multiple months because one day you're going to catch feelings and you're going to be like, oh, by the way, I think I like you. And then the person in front of you will be like, no, no, I think we, I thought we were just like hanging out. And you're going to be like, the fuck, it's been six months. Like, let's put a name on this. And that's when you end up crushless. Honestly, if after a month, month and a half, you haven't put a name on it. Let's put two. I feel like after two months is a good time. But that's because you're busy, Olivia. Like your feedback from guys is you don't give guys any time because you're very busy. But anyone else that is dating somebody will actually see them, you know, more than once a month. (laughs) (laughs) I have this tendency to do this. Like I just overbook (laughs) myself and then the person I'll be seeing, they'll be like, so can we see each other that day? I'm like, "Mm, can't do that way. Mm, Can't do that weekend. Oh, I can see you in three weeks. Christmas. Christmas 2024? Available? Olivia? She's like, no, sorry, no, can do, no. So yeah, like, do define your relationship status. If that's what you want, if you just want to go with the flow kind of thing, then you do you, girl, guy, whoever's listening. (laughs) Just do what you gotta do, do what makes you happy, but yeah, like, don't let the sizzling dander, because that's not good. Also, date multiple people until you get exclusive with somebody. (laughs) <laughs> she said it listen to martina do that <laughs> there are multiple fish in the pond we're in the sea in the bloody ocean yeah yeah anyway we're diddly dandling let's get into today's episode and it is a book review oh i should like try and do a jingle for like book reviews i feel like that'd be really give it to fun. us give it to us book review we're doing a book review yeah the biz babe book club is the place to be wow that was super off key i swear i can sing i feel like you will regret this jingle in a few years <laughs> i'm totally gonna regret it <laughs> We'll see how it goes. Can't wait. <laughs> Anywho, jumping into today's episode, we are going to recap of our second book of the Biz Bay Bubbles book club. Now, I would like to personally apologize. This review has been take, it's taken longer than expected for me to read this bloody book. I swear, Martina was push, peer pressuring me every two weeks. She's like, have you finished? Have you finished? And I was like, Martina, I'm really trying. But I have finished. I mean, I think I have finished. (laughs) Oh my God, Olivia. When we started recording, Martina was like, you've read the book, right? And I was like, of course I've read the book. What do you think? And I think that deep down, Martina knows the truth that I read the book, (laughs) but until the end is debatable. Like there's 20 pages missing probably, but that's okay. We'll take it. That's all right. I know, I know most of the story and I feel like I can give a solid recap from that. Perfect. Perfect. So the book we're going to read, read, review is How to Be an Overnight Success, Making It in Business by Maria Atzi-Stefanis. She's the founder and CEO of Rodeo, which is an amazing skincare brand. I am personally a really eager fan of. And she also has the rodeo makeup line. And she's also this, I think, CEO of Nip and Fab, which is the like sort of like yes. teen version of rodeo, which is a skincare line for like luxury skincare line for, for you know, younger young age group. Yeah. And Nip and Fab instead is really targeted at um, 
teenagers, but also it follows the same concept of the skincare line of Rodeo, which is bringing technology into skincare. But instead of having a lot of high quality key ingredients, which is the key of Rodeo, for Nip and Fab, you only may have one or two key ingredients, still effective, but you know, less effective because it's, again, targeting younger skin, which doesn't need as much help as more well it needs help in different ways like i feel like young people are acne prone and i feel like older skin in a way is more like wrinkle like you know what i mean yeah loss of firmness um pigmentation eye bags you know the whole shebang yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm really excited that we decided to read this book because obviously, like, you're such an advocate for the brand, which makes this book even more interesting. I have I tried one of their moisturizers and I really enjoyed it, but I haven't discovered enough of the range in order to give like a full review on the skincare range. But Martina mm-hmm. did, so that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I've got my own opinions. I started with Rodeo, so trying something from Neep and Fab was such a downgrade for me um oh really yeah because honestly like it's worlds apart that's why they also say it's targeted it's advertised for teenagers and not for adults because uh the adult skin needs other things like when you're 26 27 for example your skin stops producing or slows down the production of collagen which Mm. is not a problem for someone that's 16 so having tried the rodeo and then I just tried, um, to be fair, I just tried owner from New Fab, but that was like, I'm so used to Rodeo being a 10 out of 10, 10 plus quality. Yeah. Then when I saw that, I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's very cheap in comparison to Rodeo. So it makes sense. You pay, you get what you pay for. And again, I am not a teenager, so I should maybe have a teenager testing the New Fab range <laughs> for us. But all in all, both skincare lines very good I have to say like both of them are very good obviously if you've tried la creme la creme you cannot go back to McDonald's I feel like I actually have teenager skin because I have like super acne prone skin Mm, okay yeah well we have definitely different skin I was gonna say in order to start this review out of 10 what would you give it oh um Okay, I think it's good that I start and then you give a, a fair chance to the book. Um, so in order to explain my vote for this book, we have to say that, A, I'm a huge fan of the skincare brand. So I'm very familiar with it. I So this brought some expectations of the book. And then also this book is advertised as the best-selling career guidebook, which I don't know who gave them this title because this ain't it. Um, and so I would give it honestly maybe a five out of ten. Oh wow, that's really low. I was funky, I was thought you were gonna give us something higher. No, because I mean five is already generous for me because I think that this book is very shallow, very superficial, because I was expecting to know a lot more about how she came to discover the brand and how she came to discover uh, how to create a brand. Instead, it was, there were a lot of parts about social media, uh, getting traction and getting, um, getting attention. But I wanted to know 
the story of the brand, not the story of how she met celebrities, you know? Mm. So the beginning was very strong, I think, because it was the time when she described how, you know, how she came from Greece, how she decided that she wanted to, like how she traveled and how the idea of a skincare brand came about and how much, how many sacrifices she made. Um, yeah, which, how she decided uh, she just wanted to move to New York. I thought that that was yeah. very inspirational. Like you have a goal and you're going to do anything to, uh, to achieve it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And how, you know, she was very, very focused on a set path and on how her path then changed because she she wanted to, you know, in when she was in Greece, she worked for a fashion magazine and how she got, I think it was an internship or a job. I don't remember about how she got into the the fashion uh, magazine. Not a job, yeah, a magazine. I, I, I'm not a thousand percent sure about what I'm saying, but I feel like it was Cosmo or Glamour or something like that. No, I don't remember. Vogue. It was, it was like a uh, teenager, like a Teen Vogue kind of thing. Yeah, but also it, she's much much older I think she's 40 something um so you have to think about the fact it was before social media before most of the internet age so she basically I think she she sent actual letters to all of these magazines to get a chance and she put an entire you know an entire letter about how she would do things in a certain way at the magazine that's how she convinced the editors to hire her which was testament to how determined she is yeah exactly um but then (laughs) then it goes downhill very quickly for me because she just basically says that she finds a laboratory in london to produce the skincare with and that's it like that is it that's the production (gasps) i had the same thought i was like i need more detail like how did you find it what was the how did you do it yeah yeah exactly so that was the main disappointment for me because I think that was very selfish in terms of details because if you proclaim this book as a career guide and people buy this because they know that you created a skincare line, they want to know a little bit more. I'm not saying reveal all your secrets, but that was very shallow. She basically made it seem like, oh, you want to start a skincare brand? Just find a lab, done. That was it. <laughs> and basically she went from... You know, she started the book with the, um, by showing her character, how, how determined she is, how she will have a goal and just not back down until she has achieved it. And that is it, which is incredible. And then she decided, I want to, she quit her job in finance because she realized she didn't love it and decided that she really wanted to start a skincare brand and that she, she found a niche, like she found um, a hole in the market. Basically, she said that, Rodial is based on technology in skincare, so really diving deep into uh, certain molecules and certain benefits that can be brought into skincare, which I think is a hard concept to grasp right now because every skincare brand now uses technology. But basically, Rodial was the first one. Um, she describes the skincare realm back then when she started as a very plain and kind of environment where there was no innovation. All the skincare products were basically the same. And there was more focus on surgery. So, you know, if you have a wrinkle, instead of having a good cream, just get Botox. Instead, she came in and said, well, you don't need to have Botox if you have good skincare um, and taking care of your skin with 
quality ingredients and quality technology, which is incredible. And then she starts talking about social media. Yeah, I 1000% <laughs> agree. I feel like, as you just said, like the beginning has such a build up, such momentum, and you're like, oh my gosh, this, this woman is amazing. And then it just it goes a bit downhill. Like when she starts talking about social media, the celebrity aspect, like being into gift bags, it's like, okay, but like you were such, the beginning of the book was building such momentum of how you built this, this company, even though I truly think that it's an easy read, highly recommend, but I do agree with you, Martina, saying that the book just is lacking depth. Like, I need to know what the struggle was. Like, did you start off with fear? Because obviously, like, talks about how her husband was backing her, how he was the first person to invest in her company. Like, I would have loved to know more of the details. Like, how did you feel that time? Like, how did you feel when you started, like, getting staff on or when you had to lay out lay off some staff like I would have loved to know the details and I feel like it was very like level surfaced yeah yeah exactly and I feel like she also a bit glamorized the struggle and hid away the unpleasant parts because she then jumped into um, how to create events how to create traction how her brand became a success basically after a couple of years, which is unheard of for most brands, especially skincare. Like, yeah, I loved, exactly. Oh, the part of the book I absolutely loved was when she was talking about how she built like the shelves and how she got into like big department stores and how she analyzed on how yeah. her product was going to be displayed. Like, those parts were so, so interesting. But there were definitely a lot of parts, like you were saying, just finding like a lab in London, like how the hell do you do that like I would have loved to know like more detail yeah give some actual tips and tricks like this is the thing that this book actually made me a bit annoyed was I feel like this woman has a world of knowledge and and she just withheld the knowledge Mm. like that that is it I feel like she has the secret sauce to how to make it in business and she wrote a pretend book in which she would be pretending to show you how to make it in business. But actually some of the, honestly, some of the tips and tricks were absolutely ridiculous. Like, um, like some of the things saying, oh, you know, you need persistent hard work and determination to succeed. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, see, wow. I really like that. At the end of every chapter, like having like little tips and tricks. I actually really enjoyed those bits. I actually kind of looked forward to them at the end of every chapter. Well, some of them were nice. No, no, no. I'm not bashing the book in its own. And there were definitely things that I highlighted and I really liked. But it, like, I would not... Honestly, I would not tell people to read this book. That's that's oh, why really? I don't that rate is like it. Your conclusion: You would not like recommend this book. I wouldn't because I think well, if you don't know the brand, so Olivia, for example, you didn't really know the brand, so you had less expectations. But I assume that somebody that produces such a high quality product will produce the same <laughs> of quality for a book, um, which didn't happen, which is also fine. But then you advertise this book, literally the subtitle of this book is making it in business and you don't give actual business advice. Like it's, that's why I feel like if this was just advertising a different way and not as a pretend business book wannabe, 
then I would have enjoyed it. But the the claims of this book are a career guide, a business guide, how every businesswoman should read this book. Like, excuse me, no, every sh- career businesswoman should read maybe the personal MBA, just like he- uh, the, the slide edge, uh, how to make friends by uh, Carnegie. Like, there's a lot of books. Even the last book we recap, the Jen Sincero book, How to Be a Badass, I feel like that is a fantastic book to read. Yeah, exactly. That is something that I think this is the thing. Like, I don't think this book brings any value. That's why I don't, I don't necessarily recommend it. Like I read it all. I, I mean, it was a, it was a quick, mildly entertaining read, but it felt very out of touch with the premises it's based on. Um, And, you know, if anybody wants to read it, it's on my shelf. They can take it in my house, but I would not be like, you know, um, enjoyable and yeah you will not I see get anything mean. out of it I wouldn't be giving it to my friends being like you have to read this book it's a great read yeah. it's an easy read for people who have like an intra- entrepreneurial spirit it's a fantastic book to read but it ain't like a book where you close it and you're like oh I'm a takeover the world it's not that kind of book I completely agree with you Martina it's not a career guide I mean I, I personally don't see it as a career guide yeah, I mean, it's more about a shallow version of of a biography for her. Um, so this is the thing, like, it seemed like this book wanted to be certain things at different chapters, and at different chapters, it kept changing the direction of the book. If you had just made it a biography, I think I would have enjoyed it because I admire this woman very much. Mm, yeah. If you make it a career book, then make it a career book if you want to make it but but see like a career book and a business book are two different things like a career book will basically show you how to shape a career a business book will show you how to build a business which can sometimes be the same thing but most cases they're not so the fact that it was half bio like partially biography partially career partially business it was just a mess and Mm. um and frankly if I if I don't think like I was actually disappointed. So if you if you read a book and you think it's utterly enjoyable, you don't have any special takeaways from it. You know, a fiction book, you just enjoy it. It's a good few hours of a read. That's a good recommendation. Fine. A business book, but then a career book should give you some insights on how to build your career. A business book should give you insights on how to build a business. This one didn't deliver on any of them so I think she has an interesting a very interesting life I think she has a really interesting story within her but it's not this one so she Mm. also came came um came out with other books so I don't know about you Olivia like um if you'd be interested in reviewing the others and making a comparison of all them I think that would be really interesting Mm. so in general overall what is the, the vote you would give overall my biggest takeaway I would not go for a harsh five I was actually going to go for a seven out of ten because regardless of it like not being what a career book and not being a career guide and not I mean it was definitely lacking depth like I was saying but I really think that the book has portrayed that when you have an idea nothing stops you even if you have to face like so many obstacles and I love the fact of like there is no such thing as an, as an overnight success. Like 
steady wins uh, how do you say like steady wins the race something like that in like mm-hmm. if you go slow and steady like you will win win the race better and i think that it's really portrayed that she was going for years before she became like quote unquote an overnight success and she got picked up in the tabloids and in the press for her snake serum she was going for years before that and i just i really admired her determination and how she was just working in finance and she was like this is not working out for me i'm a start a skincare company and she has built an absolute empire and I love how she doesn't sugarcoat the fact of being an entrepreneur is like 365 days out of the year. Like you never have a difference. Like you can never turn off fully from work. And I feel like I really appreciated that transparency of being like, it's hard work. It's not like you see in the films, like you always have to be turned on because people are counting on you. Like jobs have to, like you, you basically call the shots at the end of the day. And I really like that transparency regardless of it like lacking depth like I've said multiple times already that's very nice no that's very nice what you said everything that you say she gave you like she communicated I could see as well um so in that sense it is objectively true so if you guys are hearing what Olivia just said and like what you um what she said definitely pick up the book because Again, what Olivia said, it's definitely something that you will take away from the book. Yeah. I mean, and it's a great read. You're, not, you're just not going to have that aha moment of like, this is a life-changing book. Like, I remember when I read our last book that we recapped on the podcast in season one, like I finished the book and I was like, this this is going to change my life. Like this is going to change yeah. every, uh, how I see my everyday life. When I finished this book, I was just like, it was a great All read. Right. But it ain't impacting my day-to-day life. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So I guess it really depends on what you expect out of the book. For me, if it's a fantasy book, if it's a story, if it's fiction, I don't need anything coming Mm. out of it. If I've enjoyed it, that's it. I don't need... If it's a nice story, I enjoyed my time, it was entertaining, that is it. But if it's a business book or it's a a self-help book, a career book, whatever, I've read a lot of career books um, so maybe I have a very golden standard to compare these against. So I'm just like, no. But like Olivia said, maybe it's also, if it's one of the first books you read about how to build a business, maybe I can, I can, you know, I can keep it a little bit of like, oh, you could read these. Um, but I think that if a book doesn't give you a shit ton of value, especially if you're reading multiple options to go about, yeah. Um, but I do like how certain parts of the book really stood out to you and how the not sugar coating thing um, really was important to you because I agree it was really interesting to see how she is I, I guess she's from the old guard you know she will not be a Gen Z businesswoman saying you can have it all blah blah she's basically like no you cannot have it all like suck it do you want this do you want that you cannot have it all which I really like because it's in stark contrast to what we see today where they're like you can have your cake and eat it too instead she's very honest and say do you want this level of success that I have yes or no if yes something's gotta give um so that was very like very very 
interesting to see. I also followed her on Instagram for a very long time and you could see how she busts her ass off every single day. Like she's working so hard. She's not the typical um, business uh, person that has, you know, time off, time out. Like you can see that she's really hard on the business so freaking much. And I guess it gives you a glimpse of, do you want to be a businesswoman like her? you want maybe a smaller version of what she has and you will know that if you want a smaller version of it you will also you know a little bit more downtime or you will have to make less sacrifices you still have to work your ass off like regardless of what you choose yeah but you know it's about how bad do you want it and how big do you want it so if she, she she built a freaking empire right guys if you haven't tried royal royal skincare you must i i generally like what she says in the book about how she was the first to bring technology and how her skincare is so innovative innovative sorry english is hard it is true the first time i picked up a rodeal cream i i don't even remember day i picked it up i just picked it up and as soon as i put it on and i finished the first stop i was like this is not comparable to anything I've ever tried. Mm. And I've tried more, many, many expensive skincare brands. So honestly, this brand is the gold standard, I think. It's truly the best. It's truly, truly amazing. And it will change your skin. It will change your face. It will reverse time, I truly believe. like It is exceptional. So... Maybe don't pick up the book for my side, but definitely pick up the product. (laughs) You pick up the book (laughs) and the product. Oh, for me, it's not insightful at all. (laughs) I think some parts are insightful, like the non-sugar coating, entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. lifestyle and everything. So yeah, overall, I think I'm a seven out of 10. That's a really great rating. Really? I think the last book I rated it like nine out of 10. What was it? The um, Jensen Cheddar one? Yeah, How to Be a Badass. Oh my God, no. There is worlds apart. It needs to be a 10 for Jensen Cheddar compared That's to true. This, this. Yeah, yeah. That was a really like life-changing book. Well, really good. Is there anything else you would like to add to uh, this book club? I mean, like this um, review of How to Be an Overnight Success. I mean, I've pretty much demolished the book. <laughs> I don't have anything I else mean, to say, really. Just by the highlight the good parts and not so good parts, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. And as Martina said, apparently the skincare is phenomenal. So definitely go and check it out. And it just shows to show, like, this is the moral of today's episode. If you have an idea and you really want it to come to light, like, no matter what you do like if you truly believe in yourself and in your project like nothing can stop you and I think that this is what happened to to the fact to the CEO of Rodeo like she really believed in her product she really believed in her idea and nothing was about to stop her mm-hmm. absolutely that's remarkable and really admirable well perfect is there anything else you would like to add in today's episode no take it away Olivia 
Take it away. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, the podcast episode where we reviewed the book, How to Be an Overnight Success. We really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, please let us know uh, through Instagram. Give us a follow on the podcast. Give us a review. I mean, just give us everything really if you can. But anyway, apart from that, we hope that you really enjoyed this week's episode and we hope to see you next week for a whole new one. Bye!